0: Good morning. It's July 19th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is, Know the Tides. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Proverbs fourteen eight. There is an old expression in the South, you can't see the stumps when the water's high. Now, while that originally applied to tree stumps in southern man-made lakes which are notorious for flooding during heavy rains and drying up in drought, it certainly applies to tidal waters as well. The only difference for the reach and surrounding waters of coastal Maine might involve substituting the word rocks for stumps. Our old cottage is named Gull Rock because of the laughing gulls that are a constant feature of the six-foot diameter boulder that lay 200 feet in front of the house that is, when it's exposed. At high tide, it is quite invisible, as are the gulls. The implication is that in the absence of visible obstructions protruding from the surface, one would seem to have clear sailing. Sailing too close to the cottage at high tide would disprove your assumption. During the course of our daily lives, we may be oblivious to impending dangers, whether at work, in our families, or in our relationships with those in both unless we have some awareness of what is going on at a deeper level. But when the tide goes out, the dangers that were there all along become obvious, and often too late to avoid disaster. While the expression's literal meaning seems obvious, its figurative one is somewhat less so. Whether in business, tech, medicine, or sports, there is a deeper inference. When things are going well, one sometimes gets careless about barreling ahead, even throwing caution to the wind. In small business, if profits seem steady, there might be a tendency to ignore the inherent risks of the enterprise, inviting financial disaster once circumstances change. In medicine, if you're overconfident in your facility with a relatively new procedure, you might tend to get cavalier about its usage until one of the less frequent complications rears its ugly head. In your marriage, after years of routine with little to no conflict, you may start to take your mate for granted, forgetting entirely how difficult it might be to actually live with you. It is likely there are signs on the surface that should suggest what trouble might lurk below, but in complacency you overlook even the obvious ones. Life circumstances will arise for all of us where an awareness of the tides might well prove useful, if not downright critical. There's another old expression. You will never see the words, I wish I'd spent more time at the office on a headstone. That is, of course, because for virtually all of humanity, it is our families that matter the most to us. Married or single, old or young, east or west, while there may be cultural differences, humans are fundamentally wired to care about and long for the company of their families. For most of us, our parents were our first safe harbor. In their presence, we didn't feel that we had to watch our backs. For some of us, an older sibling would share that role as well. Later, we would provide that safe harbor for our own children. And after they have grown, we even often provide it in turn for our aged parents. While different cultures have subtle differences with respect to familial interrelationships, all seem to be structured around the unconditional love of a parent for a child and to a varying extent, a reciprocal respect and even veneration of our parents and elders. Knowing the tides in your life then, has much to do with paying attention to your family. It is far too easy to get caught up in the rat race for job advancement, higher pay, greater authority, or even to be beat down by the drudgery of a job that is necessary for survival, but in which you seem to have no hope of advancements, such that you miss life as it slips by you faster and faster. When a parent tells me about how much they love to be around their six or seven year old son or daughter, and I tell them jokingly that they might want to journal these moments for later. I am only partially kidding. In retrospect, I spent far too many hours at the hospital on call, writing, seeing patients, and running a business than I would have liked. Some can see the possible effects of their absence in the self-confidence and coping skills of their own children. Life goes by quickly, and if you're not present in the moment, every moment, you can find yourself totally surprised, when you run aground on a falling tide. If your family only gets a cursory look before you rush off to work, and perhaps for a few moments after dinner when the kids are ready for bed or doing homework or heading out with friends, it is like heading into a coastal bay with no knowledge whatsoever of the tides. There may be all sorts of hidden obstructions in the water that will become unavoidable when the water level falls. With the child who barely gets by at school, but nevertheless does get by, you might totally miss his sense of frustration and eventual futility. The early diagnosis of an attention deficit, visual difficulty, or auditory processing troubles might have averted later emotional problems emanating from the overlooked physical or neurologic one. The teen who pulls away and even rebels against you and your spouse might be doing so as a normal part of teen evolution, but attention to the tide might have warned you to a deepening depression, lack of self-esteem, and deterioration of motivation that could lead to physical danger in the form of alcohol, drugs, and high-risk behavior. With a spouse whose workload is beginning to overwhelm them, perhaps both inside and outside the home, lack of tidal awareness may cause you to either miss the signs or misinterpret their actions, such that your relationship deteriorates into parallel tracks, just when your partner needed your support the most. A spouse with no emotional support no quality time where you listen, will unfortunately frequently turn to someone else for that support. Entire books have been written on every type of flawed human relationship and their potentially disastrous outcomes, but almost all of these scenarios could have been averted by one's awareness of the tide. Awareness stems from watching, listening, and learning. My father, who was an outstanding sailor and cruiser, once failed to combine all three when he ran aground on a falling tide in Winter Harbor a story for another time. Believers, thankfully, have an infallible reference when it comes to the most important aspect of their entire lives, their families. First and foremost, the Bible uses the analogy of a family for our relationship with God and does so hundreds of times. The Creator is God our Father. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, is both His only begotten Son and at the same time a member of the Trinity of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in our receiving of the gift offered through Christ and his sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins, we are granted adoption into the intimate family of the creator of the universe. See what kind of love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. 1 John 3, 1 For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father, Romans eight fifteen. For all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, John one twelve. Dear Heavenly Father, we praise you, Lord, that you saw fit to give us families to love and be loved in return. Keep us watchful, Lord, aware of the tides in our own lives. Pride can convince us we are doing so well that we completely miss the fact there are hazards lurking just below the surface. Remind us, Father, that when we see no gulls, it's probably because they have no safe place to stand. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.